We are rolling. Nice. Good, good strong start. You always start. Oh, well, so I mean, you know, we do a little banter at the beginning of it. Oh, uh, that's true. I mean, yeah, well, we're this is new. It's, it's, you know, we're doing a mobile or a distance mm. recording, so I'm not used to it. It's really weird. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. Episode four. Welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunion. I'm your co host, Ryan Landry. And I am your co host, Tanner Young. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? doing another episode we're actually re-recording this episode we did the first take of this back in june uh today's episode is going to be the recap of june and the looking forward to july so i think what we'd called in the past was the rewind fast forward so we're rewinding june we're looking at what did we actually pick up what came out and then we're fast forwarding to july to what is coming out what are we looking forward to getting yeah so uh definitely needed to to redo this we had spent quite a bit of time standing and uh probably the energy was a little low so you know we we value our listeners so much that we were like we gotta we gotta bring top-notch quality every episode we gotta redo it we're not here to pump out garbage okay we're not propel water we're here to give you quality (laughs) content that people want Check out State of the Shunion. Show it to your friends. The only podcast slamming Propel Water online. Yo, you, you may be fine with your Sam's Choice, but we are Smart Water. Ooh, this is a Smart Water household. No, okay. no house divided license plates. It's it's a Smart Water household. We we can taste the difference, and you can hear the difference. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, the last time we recorded this episode was in June. It was the same day that we'd picked up the Politics Cafe Du Monde uh Salkanese that came out so we'd waited in the sun for six and a half hours and we'd already recorded an episode before this and then we went to do this episode and we realized at the time we did it we were super low on energy and there was nothing really coming out in July that we were excited about at the time and so thankfully since then there's been a few more announcements of what's coming out in July enough so that we thought it warranted going back and redoing this episode so that it actually had some meaning to it, and it felt like an episode worth doing. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's the ninth right now, so like pretty early into July, they really started kind of really letting you know what July is going to be about. So we recorded really towards the end of June, and we didn't know. So like the first week of July, they just really dumped and was like, hey, it's still hot boy summer. Mm, Christmas in July. Wait, take that back. Hot Boy Summer is the new Christmas in July. <laughs> but anyway, since we recorded, what's been up with you? Uh, honestly, not too much in like the past like week and a half, two weeks. Uh, other than grad school starting back up. Mm-hmm. So the brief little break that I had, which was really great, um, is over. So uh, starting my sixth or seventh. Uh, course in grad school so okay. it's kind of like uh you know you know how like when the break first starts you're really excited and then the longer it goes on you're kind of like ah man i really miss it mm-hmm. i was starting to get to that i was kind of starting to miss school and i think like 
the next week I'll be like, yeah, I'm tired of it. So <laughs> be right back on track. Where be you right were. back. But yeah. So other than school starting, uh, kind of, kind of calm. Okay. That's nice. We need a quiet season sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, an, it's, it's too hot to be doing things. You know what I mean? Mm, we're not going outside. Uh-uh, not me. That's what the internet's for. Yeah. And, and as always, you have been busy. I've been traveling a little yeah. bit since we last spoke. I did a gig with a band in Ohio. And this past weekend, 4th of July weekend, I was actually out visiting my girlfriend out in Aww. Knoxville, Tennessee. Amanda, shout out to you. First shout out of the show. That's going to earn me some brownie points. Hey, I need those brownie points. It's the shout out of the show. This is our new segment, shout out of the show, and Tanner's doing the theme music, and I'm so okay with it. There it is. Yeah. But yeah, other than the traveling, it's been pretty good. Work as usual. I sold a few pairs of shoes in the past month or so. Uh-oh, Ryan is becoming the flipper. <laughs> no, that's not the case at all. The Sakai's were the only pair I flipped, uh, but I've sold since the Spider-Man Jordan 1s, Air Force 270s, Gatorade 32s, and a pair of SB Dunks, the win some, lose some. None of them really for much more than what I paid for them, but just shoes that have been sitting in my closet I wasn't wearing anymore. So better yeah. to have the money in the pocket. Yeah. I think every now and again, you got to do a purge. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to do a purge. Is that what that movie The Purge is about? That's actually what started it. And then just some guy got really mad and then it just it, it, it it really, escalated very quickly. The snowball effect was pretty... <laughs> pretty large yeah but, if i had to sum that movie up in one sentence i would call it the snowball effect i think that's the best way to put that someone was like well hold on i said 140 and he's like oh i only got one 120 on and then and then for 24 hours you could kill people yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy but you know so that's a good segue to look back into june and what we ended up picking up in june <laughs> Because it felt like murder on my wallet. <laughs> June wasn't as bad as May, but let's go through it real quick. Let's see what we actually ended up picking up. Yeah. At the beginning of June, June 7th, I talked about this in the last episode. I was still in Berlin at the time, and I swear this is the last time I'm going to talk about being in Germany. Yeah, I, yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> I was in yeah, Berlin at the time. I ended up going to sneakers and stuff and picking up the undercover daybreak uh, in the black colorway, which... I am really enjoying as a summer shoe. It's nice. It's comfy. It's not Ultra Boost or NMD or Yeezy Boost or 270 or React level comfy, but it's a nice, sturdy, standard shoe. It's like it's a sleek design, but it's got suede on it, so it's got some nice little luxe touches to it. Cool design. I'm really enjoying this shoe. It's a good shoe. I I do like it as well. It's a very unique-looking shoe, um, but like you said, it's very subtle. Uh, but still a pretty good low-key flex. Mm -hmm. And then after that, there was the Cafe Du Monde Politics Saucony collab, which if you haven't listened to the last episode, episode three, we talk in depth about that release being there for the release at Politics in New Orleans. So yeah. if you haven't listened yet, go back and listen to that. But since we recorded that episode, there's been a few other things that have come to light Ooh, that we yeah. figured, don't you be gassing them up over there. <laughs> don't be stirring that pot what a spotlight was on this year <laughs> so we figured uh since we were both really invested in this release and there's been a few more things that have come to light since the release actually happened we take some time to touch on it just one more time one of the first big things being was that there was a re-release through saucony on a global level 
on July 5th. I was surprised and excited to see there was a good amount of hype for these on Reddit, on our sneakers. They have a yes. weekly release thread. And a lot of people were actually talking about this. I also love to see politics being this kind of like big name because obviously, you know, it started, you know, where we grew up, you know, our hometown. But I love that politics is becoming this big name, but not as like a consignment store. Right. You know, like like Flight Club is like this like world renowned name. But I think Flight Club is so big because they have all these like crazy shoes that come in. Sure. Politics is just like true to its nature. So, yeah, I thought the Sockneys uh, getting getting that like attention. It was it was great to see. I loved it. And with that re-release, last I checked, the price of these on StockX had dropped down to around 200. If you're not familiar, StockX is a sneaker reselling website. It's an app. Uh, where you can buy brand new sneakers if you weren't able to get the initial release. Yeah, uh, the price of these has dropped down to about two hundred, which is not terrible considering the retail was what one twenty, one sixty, yeah. something around there. So if you weren't able to grab these from the initial release in New Orleans or from the global re-release, you can still pick up a pair for a pretty reasonable price right now. Yeah, and then I like the thing with StockX as well, which is generally always a good place to go to check shoes because mm-hmm. it's like a stock market. They show the trend of the prices. So you can see, you know, the day that they were announced before release, what the price was. You could see how it kind of tapered down. And then you can see the day when it got re released. And you can see, so I think StockX is great, um, especially if you have an eye on a shoe. You can just keep an eye on us and alert. And so a little stock market, but for shoes. Definitely. Bears and Bulls. Which one's which? I, they're both Chicago teams, right? Yes. Okay. That's oh. what I know about StockX. Okay. <laughs> you just said, I was like, I don't know what. It's a term for the stock market. Bears and Bulls. I've never heard that. I'm not going to look it up right now because <laughs> we have the tape rolling. Yes, we're recording the tape. So anyways, let's keep moving here. Um, the other thing to talk about with the Cafe Dumont release, if you did listen to the last episode, you might have heard our co-host Tanner Young getting a little heated towards the end there about the line, about the release, about some people coming in maybe a little unprompted. The kettle was very hot. I mean, also, the wound was very fresh. We recorded that like... Day at, like Yeah, day of. We just got back from New Orleans. I mean, we we were still fresh from it so yeah i definitely got a little hot but i wasn't the only one you were not a few people were calling them out on instagram uh regarding that very similar situation of people coming in at the last minute Derek curry owner of politics actually came back and responded to one of the comments saying we released 157 pairs of the white to the line exactly like we said the white pair was a friends and family drop so they were supposed to get them that didn't come out of the 157 pair and this kind of echoes with something I'd seen. I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw it posted somewhere around the time of the release, the drop, when they were announcing it on Instagram, that more than 157 pairs of the white friends and family were made, but 157 pairs were being released to the line, which makes sense. If they'd only made 157 pairs total of the white model, they would not have released them all to the line because that sort of defeats the purpose of a friends and family pair. So I'm sure they made more than 157 pairs of them. I don't know why in my head I'm, I'm thinking of the number 200. It may have been more than that, but that seems to be the explanation of why you had people coming at the last minute, walking in and walking out with a pair of shoes. What's, how do you feel about that? Do you buy it? No, uh, definitely (laughs) not. not at all. Um, 
well, and then also with this, within the kind of the same comment thread, um, the guy had mentioned, and he did make a good point, where it didn't feel like a kind of typical shoe drop. Mm-hmm. The store, like inside politics, was a party. They had a DJ going. There was, you know, you, there was drinks inside, and like it was, it felt more like a party for politics employees mm. rather than a come in, get your sneakers, and go. Right. Which is tough whenever you have a 10 plus hour line. Yeah. And we did talk about that in the last episode about how yeah. fun it was when you got inside, but the issue was that no one wanted to leave. Yeah. So. And Derek Curry also kind of dodged the comment where the guy said before that statement that you had said of how politics employees were just bringing in people like they're letting people cut this line. They're bringing them in. Um, so he kind of ignored that part, you know, and a hot take and ended it with like, did you not get something like being like, Hey, that. if you like in the sense of like DM me and I can hook you up. But the guy commented back and being like, I'm talking about politics employees cutting people, yeah. bringing people inside the store and seeing that Derek Curry very much like side swipe that comment. I don't I know. Like, I didn't take it like that. I think him saying, did you get something? Wasn't so much a like hit me up if you didn't, I'll make it right. I think it was more of a like, you know, well, if you got yours, why are you upset? You know, like, yeah, even if we were letting people in, did you still get a pair? Because if so, what are you complaining about? So, which maybe take I, it, take it or leave it. Yeah. Overall, I'm not mad at it because I no. wanted the brown pair and there were plenty of those and they yeah. re-released later. So I've got no ill feelings towards it. Yeah. And I went there not wanting the shoes. True. Like, I went there for you. I was just more of the, like I said, the contradictory of of employees coming and saying, if you see people cutting the line, let us know. We'll bounce them. And You're a man of the people. Employee, you know, yeah. That's You're there for the a, justice of the line. Yeah. And like I said, it's it's the thing, you know, backdoor. It happens. People sure. let people cut. Just like, let it, come on, like, don't do it in the front of the line. Like, I don't want to see how the chicken nuggets made. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just want the chicken nugget. Like, I, I was going to keep pushing down the analogy of you're the dad of the line, just looking at your kids. But I so much more enjoy this. I don't want to see how the chicken nuggets are made. I don't want to see the pink goop. No. <laughs> mm. uh-uh. Last thing to say about this release. I wanted to talk about the quality of these shoes, which yeah. I really enjoy. I really enjoy the materials. A pretty good comfy fit on foot. But just this past weekend, I was noticing I'm having some separation on my pair between the upper and the midsole. It looks like the glue separating a little bit on the inside of the shoe, same spot on both shoes. Now, yeah. keep in mind, I've had this pair of shoes for, I think at that point, it's two weeks, two weeks to the date, and I've definitely not worn them every day. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like normal wear and tear to me. And do you have any other Saucony's? I do not. So that might be a thing with this model. Yeah. That might just be how it is. Like I doubt, I doubt that it's something specific to this collab or, you know, mm-hmm. even this run. Like I'm sure the global yeah. re-release of these might have the same thing. So maybe that's just a Saucony thing and I don't know, but they're not falling apart and it's not terrible, but it definitely is going to make me more cautious to wear them so frequently. Yeah, no, for sure. Any slight wear, especially so early, like you're saying, is definitely a red flag of is it the shoe? Is it the collab? Is it me? You know, what is it? Um, and like you said, it's like, now you're going to be like, do I really want to wear these to right. maybe break away this glue a little more? So 
So anyway, moving on past that release, uh, June 24th, the off-white Terra Kigers ended up coming out. I didn't grab those. I saw them release. I thought the black colorway was kind of neat, but I did get the chance to try on a pair. Mm. Another shout out here to my friend Jim, Jim Weir. Shout out of the episode we call it part two to you. How much are you betting that you got the melody the same as the first time there? <laughs> I hope it's somewhat. Every low. time it's new. Every time it's a new one. That's what makes it so special. It's like me doing the Seinfeld theme song. It's just, it's always different. <laughs> uh, we could do a whole episode on Seinfeld. But anyway. No, we won't. Tanner won't let us do an episode on Seinfeld. But <laughs> listen to my other podcast. We're going to do an episode on Seinfeld. <laughs> Shout out to my friend Jim. He's a really tall guy. He's six foot something. He's got a huge foot. So he got the shoes in a women's 14, which if you go down a size and a half, that's what? A men's 12 and a half? half. I'm a men's 11. So keep in mind when I'm trying on this shoe, it's definitely way too big for me. But the shoe is a really weird fit to walk on those rubber spikes. If you're not familiar with the shoe, it's called the Off-White Terra Kiger. Just look that up online. You'll see it's got these rubberized spikes on the bottom made to look like a track shoe. It's a really weird sensation to walk on. Kind of feels like you might roll your ankle at a moment's notice. Uh, And I see a lot of people saying the same thing online. Wow. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to buy this shoe. (laughs) What a great design choice for a sneaker. (laughs) Difficult to walk. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite thing about shoes when they're tough to wear. Now, I did see a really good shot that someone had posted to Reddit of uh, them on like a golf course. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, that's a, yeah, I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I think that's about the only place that the, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw him. I was like, that's a golf cleat. The other thing I saw, I don't know if you saw this, uh, there's a video going around online cause they have rubberized spikes on the bottom. Someone's using it as a fur brush for their dog. I have seen that. <laughs> uh, also another very good technique. Very practical. Yes. For a hype beast. Uh, And then the last thing that came out in June, which this hadn't been announced when we did the last episode, not a shoe thing, but you know, we're going to cover other topics. Chance the Rapper ended up putting his first two mixtapes, 10 Day Acid Rap, streaming services, and then also did a giant merch drop with vinyl for all three of his mixtapes, along with merch. You're looking at hoodies, shorts, stickers. There's an ashtray for Acid Rap. Uh, all of this in anticipation for his new album, which I think is slated to come out in July. Oh, I am so excited. Um, I was really, really happy whenever he, I heard that the mixtapes were coming. I also love that since he couldn't get Juice cleared, he still had it on the album and the proceeds going you know, to a charity. I thought that was great. I love that he yeah. did that. The merch is, is really good. It's very true to like that chance. You know what each I mean? one's true to each era. That's yeah. the cool thing about it. So I like how Chance is he's passed like Acid Rap and Ten Day, mm-hmm. but he still made merch in that era and that mindset. Great drop, great release. I haven't bought it yet, but I intend to pre-order all three vinyls, maybe some stickers as well. I love stickers. Stickers are so good. Uh, stickers are great. I honestly was either looking at the shorts, but that mystery bag. Oh, thirty dollars for three Ooh. items, and you then never also- know. The tote, I just think that's super cool. I'm probably going to do it. It's a $30, you know what I mean? So it's like $10 an item and you get a free bag. You can look at it like that. And I'm just like, dude, I think I'm going to do that and just like kind of like get what I get because I honestly like pretty much everything. Yeah. Except for the bucket hat, but I'm just just not a 
They mm. don't look good on me, so I'm not a You're not schoolboy Q. I am not the Q. We'll have to circle back on that once we get our orders in and everything comes in. We can touch on it in another episode. Cool. So that covers the rewind for June. <laughs> and now we want to fast forward to July. <laughs> Did I say it pretty fast? I, that was pretty quick. Fast forward to July. Fast forward to July. <laughs> I think I just sneezed. If you're still listening, thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, subscribe <laughs> so coming out in july at the beginning of the month july 3rd was a new model from nike the air max 270 react this shoe takes the air max 270 and combines it with nike react technology which is sort of cushiony sort of their response to adidas boost puts it together in one silhouette with react in the forefront of the foot and air max 270 bubble in the heel of the foot have you had a chance to see these shoes? Uh, in person? No. I have Okay, not. but I mean, online? Yes, online I have. I like it. I love this like just being like, we're going to do something pretty weird. We're going to take these two shoes and we're going to merge them. And I love this because I think this is going to be the forefront of something like really dope to come. I love the 270 bubble. Yeah. I love how exaggerated it is. It's mm-hmm. so way extra, but I like as soon as I saw that first 270, I was like, I love that bubble. It's huge. I'm excited about this shoe for the rest of 2019. Yep. The first colorway called the Bauhaus colorway, I'm not too excited about, but the silhouette itself and the just the the design of the shoe, how it looks, yep. I'm excited about that. Maybe with the right colorway, it might be good. I actually, before we did this episode, I ran to the mall real quick to try this shoe on and I'm not so sold on how it fits on foot. The react on the sole in the front of the foot is pretty cushy and kind of gives way while the 270 on the back is pretty rigid and holds shape. And so I have Air Max 270s and I have react 87s. I like each of those separately, but together it's not exactly a match made in heaven. All that to say, I want to see some more colorways. I want to try it on again and maybe see if this shoe is something to talk about later in the year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because from the the look of the shoe, it definitely seems more like a athletic shoe. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're thing, you know, like having like a pretty snug fit, like you're really tightening on those laces might yeah. help with that to where you don't feel like your foot's maybe sliding forward. But I don't know. I've never. I haven't tried them on. I agree with you. I think. I think the the right colorway on this is is gonna be gonna be a hit. Coming out later in July, around July seventeenth, Cause the artist Cause K A W S is doing his next holiday release. This one, I believe, is taking place in Japan. And with that, there's a whole new slew of merch to come from that. There are plushes. There's new figures. There's new T-shirts. I like these holiday releases. They're always difficult for me to partake in because the release normally happens in a regional time that makes sense of where it is. So for Japan, which is not exactly a convenient hour over here. And then (laughs) they always ship from the region where the release is happening. And so by the time you pay the price of whatever the item is, plus the shipping from wherever it's coming from, it makes like a hundred dollar plush, which is a little expensive, but in this world, not terribly expensive, closer to like, 200 or something like that which is just wow, even harder to justify yeah, that's a big jump so we'll see but i like this collection i think this is good it's cool to see him continuing to do new figures 
gives me something to hope for for my shelf one day, maybe one day. Yeah, I really like this rollout that he's doing. I love the the shirt uh, where he's got the uh, his figure, but with the I guess mountaintop for the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, on the t-shirts, I love that. I I love the kind of like sketch, like pencil sketching. Yeah, that it looks like I I really like it. The plushes are really cute. They look like those little like. <laughs> dots you know like the candy oh yeah 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 they look like dots that's what they reminded me of i think it's really cool and the pins the pins look super good yeah and they look really good we'll see i'm telling you right now that with the shipping it's gonna be too much and i won't do it but we'll see when release day comes sometimes the little hype bug in me takes a little bite and it takes control and so we'll see bait in the water baby (laughs) my little catfish gonna take a nibble (laughs) What? My little catfish gonna get filleted, Buck. <laughs> why why a catfish? Because you took the bait. Okay, that's fair. I mean, there's plenty of other fishes that take bait. Why do I have to be a catfish? What you want to be a trout, a sockele? I just <laughs> catfishes kind of have like a bad association with the MTV show Catfish. Look, that's that's MTV. All right, that's, <laughs> this, this is state of the shunion. We talking about it in the bite, Buck. <laughs> uh okay next up (laughs) it's so hard to move through this seriously next up on the list uh this is not a release that happened in july but something that i picked up in july i'm pretty excited about i got a sneaker backpack uh because i travel and fly so much and most of the time i'm looking for the most dirt cheap flight that i can find that only allows you one personal item i ended up picking up a sneaker backpack that holds two pairs of sneakers and a weekend's worth of clothes so for those quick weekend trips, I can still change my shoes every day. There you go. Keep it fresh. Still bring some clothes. And it even has a little uh, a little holder on the top for like a hat, which is nice because on those days where I don't feel like washing my hair or don't feel like gelling it up, sometimes you just got to wear a hat. Pop the 10-day hat on. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. It's made by a company called The Shrine. I think I should have it before we film the next episode. So maybe when we're talking about what we actually picked up in July... I'll have it by then and I can do a little bit more of a recap and a review on it. Get a good solid review. It looks good. I think if you're a a sneaker enthusiast, a sneaker head and you do these little weekend trips pretty frequently and you're like on a plane, this is just such a good pickup. It's a big necessity. I know. I mean, I realize you said sneaker enthusiast, sneaker head. Why are we not saying sneaker freaker? Well, now, is now the first State of the Shunion t-shirt going to say Sneaker Freaker? Uh, well, yes, but could that be confused with like people wanting like to freak sneakers? We make the t-shirts. We're not responsible for how people interpret <laughs> them. <laughs> We're just trying to collect that paycheck, man. Look, we are going to create a weird subreddit community, and I don't know if I'm ready for it. Is it our State of the Shunion or our Sneaker Freakers? Our sneaker freaker. It's like furries, oh. but for sneakers. Okay. Well, now you're giving it a connotation. <laughs> now you're defining what it's going to be. That's the issue. Look, here. I'll be honest. I'm just going to say it right now. If we get the money, we get the money. You do what you want. <laughs> you do what you want. That's on you. Uh, and then last thing on the list for July. Uh, actually, a good segue here into the next episode whenever that comes out. Tanner and I are going to ComplexCon in Chicago next Ooh. weekend. It's Baby Boy's first trip to Chicago. I'm so excited to take him around. Yeah, super excited. Uh, getting a lot of recommendations from you, from P. 
people I work with who've lived in Chicago, who visit Chicago a lot. So really excited to see the city um, just kind of be in this like big metropolitan area. If you're not familiar, ComplexCon is a convention put on by uh, a media company called Complex. And basically the, the convention is they bring together a lot of brands in this same sort of streetwear, street art scene, things like that. So Puma's there. A lot of different artists have a booth. Artists that I'm excited about, like Scent Rock, JC Rivera, Rello, all based out of Chicago. Um, Chinatown Market. Plenty of other sort of brands in that vein that either make clothes or sell shoes or make art. All those sort of things coming together under one roof for two days of convention with hype beasts and hysteria and lines and fights and spending unnecessary money on things. It's going to be so, fun. So much money. So much money. The amount of booths that they have and the and the companies and individuals that they attract is great. I'm just excited to see, like you said, kind of like this hysteria. I love that it's very much like individual people who have these big sneaker collections that are just mm -hmm. selling sneakers. Uh, I'm really excited to just experience it. Um, we've both never been to a complex con. Yeah. And this is the first complex con in Chicago. That's correct. correct. Yeah. So I am expecting like it to just be, they're going to do something big. Yeah. So it's cool to see so many Chicago centric brands and artists and creatives hopping on this one. This, uh, to the best of my knowledge is maybe the first complex con where Nike and Adidas are not major sponsors. So I don't know any of the reason behind that, but it's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds. I'm ready to be there and experience it and, and going to try and do a podcast in Chicago. Yes, indeed. From the hotel room. Yeah. Get a fresh take kind of similar to the Cafe Dumont release. It just, we're going to head over to Complex Con, experience everything, and then just try to get back to the hotel room and just dump it all into this podcast. I don't know if dump was the best word to use there. No, I'm going to dump into it. <laughs> I'm going to dump into your ears. I'm definitely labeling this episode as explicit after that one because I'm definitely not taking it out. I'm leaving that in there. People listen for me to dump into their ears. Is that like, is that the feedback you've been getting on this podcast? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Who have you been asking? Uh, people. <laughs> no one you know. I don't no believe one. any of that for one second. No one you know. No one you know. <laughs> they go to a different school. <laughs> They're in Canada. Uh, well, I think that covers all of the June releases, what we were able to grab, what we saw come out, and then what we're looking forward to coming out in July. We got that rewind. We got that fast forward, baby. We're the VCR of podcasts. Huh. Huh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Retro. Uh, way to take all the energy out of that statement. <laughs> Retro, cool, sought after, and you're going to pay more than you ever thought you would. Mm. Wait, this podcast is free. Are you getting paid for this? You're not? Well, that's another episode of State of the <laughs> Shunian. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Next episode coming soon. We'll be doing a complex con recap or something else if something else more interesting happens between now and then. Stay tuned, bitty bops. Mm. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. And I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. Hit him with that outro music. Shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. Shout out. Shout out of the week. Say bye.